Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 340. Today, we're going to look at Melchizedek. Melchizedek. He is mentioned in the book of Genesis, chapter 14, Psalm 110, and in the book of Leviticus, in chapter 5, chapter 7. Often I am asked, often when I open up the floor for questions in conferences and at churches where I speak, people will ask, was Melchizedek the angel of the Lord? Was he the pre-incarnate Christ? Or was he a type of Christ? Was he a real man? The scripture talks about he had neither beginning of days nor end of days. All of those questions come, and those are good questions. And today I want to try to answer those according to, as I understand the scriptures. First of all, when we read about Melchizedek, Melchizedek, the king of righteousness, we encounter him in Genesis chapter 14 and verse 18. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of of God Most High, and he blessed him, that is, Abram, and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram, that is, he gave him Melchizedek, Melchizedek, a tithe of all. And Abraham repeated the phrase that God is the possessor of heaven and earth. And so people say to me often, was that the pre-incarnate Christ? I do not believe so. I believe he was a real man, a real king. I believe he was a type of Christ. As we look in the New Testament, I think it becomes clear that what I'm telling you is exactly what the Bible teaches. And when you come to chapter 7 of the book of Hebrews, it says, For this Melchizedek, which he's been talking about in 5 and 6, was the king of Salem. He was the priest of the Most High God. So he was a type of Christ in that he was both king and he was the king of righteousness. He was the king of peace of Salem. And he was a priest. Jesus was both a king and a priest. And he met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. That is, Melchizedek blessed Abram, to whom also Abram, Abraham gave a tenth part of all, that is, of all that he had gained from the spoils. This is Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 2. First being translated king of righteousness, that's what Melchizedek means, as I told you yesterday and today. Then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace. You see, I don't just come up with these things. These are right there in the Bible. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Now, the reason that the Scripture says that is he is, remember the context, he is putting this up against the priesthood of Aaron. Aaron was of the tribe of Levi. Jesus could not ever be a priest after the order of Aaron. Why? 
because Jesus is of the tribe of Judah, the kingly tribe, not the priestly tribe. And so Melchizedek comes on the scene. We don't know anything about his ancestry. We don't know anything about his beginning of days, about his end of life. We don't know anything about how long he lived. All we know is that we meet him as a priest. He serves as a priest. He serves as a king. And then, as far as we know, we don't know when he died, how long he served. And so it was just a picture, a snapshot of him in that he is made like unto the Son of God in that that's all we know about him. He is a shadow. He is one that's serving. If he had been the Son of God, it would have said the Son of God, but it did not. It said that indeed he was like that. He was compared to him. Now, this is not going to make or break anybody as far as their walk with God. I'm just telling you, I am asked this often, and I do not believe he is the pre-incarnate Christ. If indeed we get to heaven and we find out that Melchizedek was Jesus pre-incarnate, that's okay with me. But people ask me, and so I'm giving you the very best information I can based upon what I see in the scriptures. Because the book of Hebrews 5, 6, and 7 is a comparative between the Aaronic priesthood and the priesthood of Melchizedek, who had no beginning or end, as he is not, none of that is talked about in the scriptures. And so in that sense, he is a type of Christ. He's a type of Christ in the sense that he has both the position of king and he is the king of righteousness and that we know that's Jesus. Same title, he is the king of peace. We know that that's the same title that Jesus had. And he served as a high priest. And so he was the one who recognized God Most High. So that is Melchizedek. Now, what about Moriah? Moriah, as we call it, is the most sacred piece of real estate on the planet. And in Genesis 22, it is mentioned there. It's only mentioned a couple of times in the Bible, in the Samuel Kings and Chronicles material, because it is where Solomon built the temple. You can check that out in the book of Chronicles. And so what does Moriah? mean? Well, it is a compound word, ra'a or ro'e, which means to see or to have vision or to show. And then the name of Yah, as I spoke yesterday, Psalm 68, 4 says that we are to extol him who rides upon the clouds by his name, Yah, Y-A-H. Now, this is important because Moriah is the place where God will be seen, or better, where God sees. When you read the story of the binding of Isaac, sometimes we read over that very quickly and we just pick up on what the words of the King James Version and other versions pick up, but only the King James gets it right in the sense of, the Bible says that the word for provide, well, that's not there. It is not the word provide, it is the word ro'e or ra'ah, which means to see. When the Bible says in verse 14, and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, that's the English version. But the word is the God who sees. As it is said unto this day, in the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. Well, there again, it's not the word provide, it's the word to see. 
in the mount of the Lord, God sees. What is the mount of the Lord? The mount is Moriah. God sees. God shows. God shows up. God gives vision. In other words, when Abraham and Isaac started up one side of that hill called Moriah, God had a ram going up the other side. And just in the nick of time, just it so happened that when Isaac was put on that altar and his throat was about to be slit, then the Bible says that Abraham stretched out his hand. In other words, he was fully extended. He was about to slit his throat and the angel of the Lord stopped him. Abraham looked up. When he did, he saw the ram caught in the thicket with his horns. He went and used it as a substitute. Now, let me tell you, the reason that it says God provides is because God saw. God sees it all. Just like when Ishmael was cast out of the home by Abraham because of the words of his wife, Sarah, when Isaac was young, God saw that boy. Listen, the reason God meets our needs and does provide is because God is the God who sees. He sees it coming. He's already prepared. It doesn't take him by surprise. It didn't on Mount Moriah, and it doesn't today. Let me just say to you, we are in the middle of a crisis in the Western world and in America. It has not taken God by surprise. He sees it all. God sees, and God's already provided. God's already prepared. God already has it in hand. You and I are in the middle of a pandemic of fear. That's right, a pandemic of fear. Is the COVID virus real? Of course it is. But we are seeing emotional, psychological, and spiritual fear gripping not just our nation, but the church of Jesus. And the church of Jesus is acting no different than the rest of the world. Listen, our God sees it all, just like he did on Mount Moriah, the place that is named God Sees. Do not fear. Our Lord sees it all, and He has already met the need for every one of us. For On the Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org, then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCRISP.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.